and welcome to the latest edition of Our Jackson Home. I'm joined this week by Jason Compton, he's the general manager of the Jackson Generals, and Jay Bush, he's an attorney at Clayton Little, and they're both county commissioners. And so um, for the next couple episodes, I'm going to try to find some representatives from our elected officials to come and talk to us about what they do and what their role is in the city. Um, and so, guys, uh, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Thanks, Kevin. So um, let's start with just introducing you guys a little bit. Um, whoever wants to go first can some dive in and just tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional background. Right, well, I'm Jay Bush. Um, like I said, I'm an attorney here in town um, with Clayton Little. Um, you know, I've been on the commission, I guess, the shortest time of any uh, member. I just started back in September, so, um, you know, Jason's teaching me the ropes, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, you know, learning uh, everything I need to know to, to be a good commissioner for my mm -hmm. district. So. Okay, are you from here? Uh, no, I did not grow up here. I grew up in Clarksville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I went to Union, though, and, uh, you know, after graduating, I had a short stint in Washington, D.C., Nashville, then came back to Jackson about 10 years ago now. Okay. So I've lived here longer than any place else. Okay, great. Yeah. And Jason? Yeah, Jason Compton. I'm the general manager for the Jackson Generals. Uh, been with the Diamond Jacks slash Jackson Generals this uh, coming up on uh, 17 seasons uh, wow. out at the ballpark. Uh, and uh, just recently I uh, got a little more involved in the community and a little bit in politics, but more uh, so uh, with, uh, I've got two small children, mm -hmm. uh, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, and uh, just wanted to help where I could. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in, uh, what, November of 16, uh, there was a, uh, well, I'm sorry, November of 15, there was a opportunity uh, to, uh, that opened up in District 10 uh, with uh, Ann Harrell uh, leaving that opened a spot up for an appointment. Uh, I kind of just threw my name out there, and uh, it's one of those things, sometimes you be careful what you ask for. Uh, <laughs> they, it might just happen. Uh, was appointed to that position and then uh, ran unopposed in, mm -hmm. um, uh, in, in the last election and was uh, uh, finishing out that unexpired term there in District mm -hmm. 10. Uh, you know, I've been in Jackson 17 years, mm -hmm. uh, but I'm originally from Huntington, so still... You're West Tennessee, yeah. yeah. 30 mm -hmm. minutes north of here. Jackson yeah. was the big city. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, so mm -hmm. you know, I've been around here all my life, born here in this hospital, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, and just trying to help and, and do things where I can. Yeah, and uh, you can't hear it over the radio. I, I'm surprised that the ping doesn't come through, but he's got this massive championship ring on his hand. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, with uh, the generals winning the Sunday championship last year. Um, you know, organization, we now have two championships in our history. And I, in 2000, the year I interned, I actually have a championship ring from 2000. Yeah. And I have the one from this past year. The only difference is, is I actually got to design the one from this okay. year. Okay, yeah. Uh, so worked with Justin's on that. One of the cooler things I've ever gotten to do. Yeah, absolutely. Is, you know, my sales rep is also Nick Saban's sales rep and Butch Jones's sales rep. Uh, so, you know, Butch working on his Champions of Life I was going to say, ring. what does... Uh... <laughs> Champions of Life, he's working yeah. on that ring, and I'm working on a Southern Championship ring. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, we, maybe we should do a podcast about the switch to the diamond, uh, to the diamond back oh, sometime yeah. soon. That would be interesting. But so, uh, so, Jay, tell me a little bit more about why you sought this out. Is it just because you're a lawyer and that's naturally what lawyers do? Is well, no, it's, it's, I, I, it's not because I'm a lawyer. I'm actually always 
kind of had a little political itch. Um, mm-hmm. Starting in college, I volunteered for campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mentioned I worked in Washington, D.C. I worked for Congressman Ed Bryant for about three years after I graduated from Union. Um, you know, during law school, I worked on campaigns, probably when I should have been studying. <laughs> so when I got to Jackson, um, I got involved in the Madison County Republican Party. And, uh, you know, before that, I really had not probably thought a lot about local politics. I was more someone who focused on what was going on at the federal level or the state level. And uh, with the county party, I really, you know, started to see the importance of mm-hmm. these these jobs and um, how really the things that affect us every day are dealt with at the local level uh, more so than, you know, state or national. So um, I guess it was summer of 2015, uh, uh, my county commissioner, Mark Johnstone, he moved out of the district and a spot opened up on the commission and I applied for it. I tried to get the appointment. Um, I didn't get it actually. They appointed somebody else. (laughs) So I just decided I'm going to run for it. And, uh, you know, the, the guy they appointed actually never pulled a petition. So I ran unopposed as well, but I just, after, you know, a year and a half of all this last September finally got sworn in. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I really, you know, like Jason, I have kids that are in the schools here and that's really what sort of drove me to want to get involved at the time when I first sought the appointment I was looking at the makeup of the commission and I didn't really see anybody who you know had kids in our schools and really mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, there was a role for me on there yeah because uh, so. uh, y'all are younger in the span of county commissioners yeah. we yes. were uh, <laughs> yes and, and Jay and I were both went through leadership Jackson together okay uh, was that 2013 yeah 2013 2013 and you know, for me personally, that was kind of when, you know, my eyes kind of got opened up to a lot of different things mm-hmm. uh, and, and really started thinking about these different roles as a possibility. Um, and, you know, a lot like Jay, you know, looking at the county commission and looking at the makeup of 25 people that's supposed to be a representative body of this county. And you, know, you look at it, and it really wasn't that representative, mm-hmm. at least in my view. And, and I was thinking the same, that, that I could bring something to it, some energy, some youth, um, that I had a skill set. You know, I'm on the budget committee. Um, and You, know, you run a large organization. And, 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 you know, that was one of the things that uh, to be a rookie commissioner and get put on the budget committee, uh, and I serve on that along with uh, Commissioner Stevenson and Commissioner Lawrence and, and, and Smokey Joe and, and, and Warner Turner. And, you know, uh, going through those budget hearings last year and, and really uh, keeping a thumb on just on being just responsible with the uh, – with the county's taxpayers' money, I, I think is, is so vitally important, um, and you know, there we got to keep good. Uh, just uh, we just have to. I mean, it, the bottom line mm-hmm. is, is that's our responsibility, and, and that's been uh, you know that's been real re- rewarding to me too. Is you know we pass our budget and and to see what we've done year in year out, and uh, I I for one think we do a really good job. Um, you know, getting ready to gear up right now. I think we've got a budget committee meeting on Friday to kind of start getting some things mm-hmm. kicked off for this year as we kind of push towards uh, July. Uh, but I guess, you know, one of the things that I've learned over the last 18 months is just how many moving pieces. You know, I, I really got into this because of schools. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to help where I can. You know, the school we have a great school board. I'm going to let them do their job. 
and then the county's job as the funding agent for the schools, you know, instead of being one of nine, I kind of like being one of 25, but also, you know, Jay and I, I think, there may be some grandkids maybe in the school system, but Jay and I have the only, are the only two in the, mm-hmm. on the commission that have kids in this, in the, in the public school system. Um, and I'm going to have another one in uh, next year. So uh, hey. my, my four-year-old, <laughs> I have a kindergartner back again next year. So, um, you know, I, and running a business in, this, in, in Jackson and Madison County and, you know, and continually to try to teach people that the city of Jackson is also in Madison County. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of times we, we forget about that yeah. and, mm-hmm. and they forget about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, and, and trying to play nice. I mean, I guess that's the other thing is, you know, that there's, there's this connotation that city and county don't play nice together, mm-hmm. that the school board and the commission don't play nice together. And, you know, that perception is out there, and a lot of times perception is reality. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we work really on a lot of things with the city together and, you know, the, the school board and, and the county commission with our education vision committee and, and, and the way we have at least to in my case over the last year has started working more closely together uh, and I think that's important for all of us absolutely uh, we can't be butting heads no yeah and um, and that's encouraging to hear from someone like almost like the uh, the almost the change the 180 degree change in the way our university presidents interact right like it's been so fun to see from the outside like I had I've had all the university presidents on this program except for the, the new one that's just mm-hmm. installed Jackson State, um, to hear them talk about each other and how their universities complement each other is just super exciting. Um, and so it's good that you guys want that and have that desire. Uh, now, this might be a little bit of a tricky question, but what uh, area of the counties do you guys represent? Well, I'm in District 10, which is, for the lack of a <laughs> better term, the, what, northeast Part of the county, so you know I'm from Highland, towards Highway 70, uh, towards Springbrook, up to the Gibson County and Carroll County lines, up okay. to Spring Creek, uh, you know north of the interstate, east of Highland, uh, east of Highland, mm-hmm. um, but then there's some chiseled out stuff. I mean the the road behind the cove behind my where I live isn't in my district, but then it's in Jay's district. <laughs> And then the road on the other side of it is in my district. Okay. So there's there's little pieces that are chiseled out all over the place. But it's okay. uh, northeast would be the correct term. And I have District 9, which is the northwest part of the county. Um, you know, If you live in District 9, you vote at Pope Elementary School, the VFW, or up at Three Way. So I've got Three Way, a little bit of the Medina that's in Madison County. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's, it's a pretty big district, just like his. Yeah. Um, Where do your people vote? It's uh, Northside, East, and Spring Creek Post Office, I think. It's some, it's a small precinct out of Spring Creek. There's yeah. there's 12,000 there's 12, people in uh, in District 10. It's the largest district yeah. in uh in so It's not necessarily geograph- or proportionally by, rep- by people, I guess, or is it no. just hasn't been updated since the census? Or? No, I mean, the, the, the most, uh, there, there's three commissioners in District 10. There's three and nine, right. so the, uh, the okay. population, but the most we have in any one district is three. Some of them don't have three. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, if you've got three commissioners, that's one of your more populated districts. So the districts stay the same, but the number of commissioners may change? They can, and they will redraw. Okay. Um, 
I don't know how that all works. Or, yeah, haven't been around long enough for I mean, the region. Because I remember being being in Jackson for 17 years. I mean, I, I've gone back and forth at, at nine and ten in, in, in redrawing uh, because I have I have voted at VFW and I have voted at Northside. It's kind of gone back. Yeah, and it's forward. every time there's a census. So yeah. you know, 2020, depending on how the population shifted, the districts could be redrawn again. But, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, let's head into our first break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk more about like the nuts and bolts of the county commission and kind of what people could call you guys about, because I'm sure you guys want more phone calls. But uh, So between the Tennessee and Mississippi rivers, this is our Jackson home. Jackson home. I am joined today by Jay Bush, who's an attorney at Clayton Little and a commissioner, uh, county commissioner for District 9, right. and uh, Jason Compton, who's the general manager for the Jackson Generals and commissioner for District 10. Uh, gentlemen, so we've kind of talked about it, but like if you could give us a definition or a short version of what the county commission is, how would you describe that to people? I'd call it the legislative body that makes you know, funding decisions for the county. Okay. Um, you know, it's sort of like our own little house representatives only at the county level. Okay. I think a lot of people, because we do have the city and county, and the majority of Madison County is made up within the city limits of Jackson, mm-hmm. that people don't really fully understand the difference in the two. You know, and, and the, the biggest difference is the county is the funding agent for the public school system mm-hmm. in um, in, in for the Jackson Madison County School System, you know, but we also the sheriff's department, you know, we, we are protecting, uh, especially those areas that are outside of the city limits in three way, in Spring Creek and, and all around Beach Bluff and Melissa's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't have to worry about a whole lot of other things that the city does, but we do. You know, the health department falls under our our realm. The highway department. Some of the um, courts. Yeah, the courts, the legislative. I mean, that that's it. You know, the the uh, the, the all the judicial uh, offices uh, that are all run through the county. The city has city court, but that's it. Everything mm-hmm. else is uh, is is with the county, and then the criminal justice complex uh, that the city doesn't have their own jail. So anybody, mm-hmm. anything that uh, is all done, that's all kept up by the county uh, there at the CJC. Um, you know the. Commission is we have twenty five members, uh, you know. I, I, it's organized chaos is what it is. I mean, yeah. it's a completely committee driven yeah. body. Uh, well, talk to me about the committees. Like, how does that, how does that function with you guys? Yeah, I am on. Let's see, uh, on the budget committee, I'm the chair of the legislative resolution committee. I'm Wait, the, what does that even mean? I don't know. Okay, great. great. <laughs> no, it's a. If it, you're if you're in District Ten, <laughs> he's just kidding. It's a it, it's committee that doesn't. It's kind of a catch-all right now uh, with resolutions that go before the uh, before the the body. Um, you know, if anybody has a resolution, whether it's just a cheerleading resolution uh, in support of something at the state level or the mm-hmm. federal level, or if it's something that we are trying to get through. Uh, as a county government, whether it be very important or whether it be naming a building, mm-hmm. it kind of comes through our committee to look at that resolution. Um, you know, and, and the, 
committee was created just to kind of look and make sure the resolutions were in order before they would be sent on to state legislator. But this, but it's, it's it's kind of just come into a catch-all. We kind of because it doesn't fall into any other committee, it comes to us. Gotcha. Uh, so. Uh, then I'm on the property committee, which just deals with the you know property throughout the county, whether it's r- real estate or a 50-year-old fire extinguisher that needs to be surplused. Um, because again, we try to make sure that we're keeping good stewards of the county's money, mm-hmm. and that people aren't just buying stuff and throwing them away. Uh, on the capital committee, um, and on the audit committee, uh, and. Uh, you know, but we have tons and tons of committees okay. that are anywhere from four to six commissioners will be on there, along with some people, uh, citizens and, and people outside of the commission. Okay, so it's not just commissioners. Not on some committees, you know, like the audit committee where we have, we have uh, Ray Washington is on the audit committee and they, they have people from the outside. Our budget committee, you have to have a non-commissioner on there as well, so Warren Turner's on there with us. Um, you know, again, that system checks and balances yeah, and stuff yeah. in there, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and the purpose, you know, the committees, we meet when we have business to discuss. Some meet monthly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we meet more than monthly mm-hmm. uh, trying to get things done. And then we bring those reports and that action to the body at our monthly commission meeting uh, as a committee recommendation one way or another. Uh, and then, you know, in, in turn, most of the time, the body will then just will trust that the committee, you know, did their due diligence on their recommendations yeah. because that's, I mean, if, the, that's, if all 25 of us had to deal with every little bit and piece, it'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just, you just can't. Sometimes, you know, you just have to trust that that committee and the, uh, and the commissioners within district, if something's happening within a district, you know, you talk to the committee and then talk to the commissioners within that district and get their opinion. And if mm-hmm. they're on board, who am I to go against somebody that's living right there? And sure. just, you're, you know, something's going on in District 9. You know, I'll, I'll ask Jay about that because he's the one that's going to have to deal with the constituents there. And if mm-hmm. he says it's a go, then, you know, then it's good enough for me. Yeah. What about you? What committees are you on? Um, I'm on the Highway Committee and the Legislative Resolutions Committee with Jason. So that's... That's the, that's the only two I'm on right now. Yeah, now, the, the other committee, uh, the, the, and probably the most important committee other than the budget committee that I'm on is I co-chair the Education Vision Committee uh, along with Bob Alvey. Okay, so it so is the, inner, inner group. Yeah, it is. There's a number of commissioners and a number of school board members that are just together. It's a non-voting. We can't do anything as far as legislating or, or, or mm-hmm. governing in that in that meeting, um, but it's an hour that we get to, get to monthly that we have school board members and county commissioners face to face, and we get to talk about issues, and so that you know, hopefully that there aren't surprises that come up at the last second. So, it, it, to me, it's probably one of the, the the most important committees that we have, especially at this day and time. Gotcha. Now, are most people on as many things as you are, or more people on on the J, the J side of the scale, or? Jay's got a false sense of what it's going to be like. I think he's getting ready to be picking up a few more. Okay. Uh, it, when he came in, the, the the person he replaced wasn't on a whole lot of committees. When I came in, the person I replaced was on a ton of committees, so yeah. it kind of just got handed. So you just got, oh, you inherited uh, all I, of those things. I, I, I okay. inherited a number of those, uh, which which was okay. Um, 
But I think there's there's a, there's always a, a little bit of shifting going on on those committees, and I think we're getting ready to. Jade's going to. I think so. It depends on how much you know your schedule will allow. Obviously, yeah. we're not full time. This is a yeah. part time <laughs> part time gig, and uh, you know you, you've some of us have to work, and you know if if, if you're, unless you're apparently running the generals. Yeah, the, the, you know, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean you know if you most people you, you really to serve you have to have some kind of flexibility in your schedule yeah. to be able to. To work in the meetings, and so you know, we talked about you know the age per capita age on the commission. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of retirees because they have the time to, to really dedicate that. to serve on all these different committees. So, um, you know, that's that's one reason right there. But obviously, I you know when there's opportunities to do it, I want to serve on yeah. additional committees as well. So, is there any overlap between what the city does and the county does? Yeah, uh, the, I guess the biggest piece really is the funding of the schools yeah. uh, because the sales tax dollars, uh, the, the, the local option sales tax, that 2.75% that we have that's on top of the 7% state, you know, that is, that, that's county and city money that's kind of mm-hmm. mixed in there. But the majority of that goes to the school system. Right, leg- legislatively is there? But legislatively, uh, other than, you know, again, trying to remind people that people, if you live in the city of Jackson, that you actually live in Madison County, uh, in Madison County <laughs> and, and trying to work with those things. Um, the library, for one, is mm-hmm. the city and county both operate the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we've, you know, have a library board, but, you know, they come and when they ask for funding, and ask for projects. It's okay. Well, half coming from the city, half coming from the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, the county, you know, I think it, it, there's overlapping because it's a, it's a it's a mutual need for the county and city both for that. The airport is another one. The airport authority was funded by the county okay. and the city. Um, you know, and you know the services. I mean, obviously. Uh, you know, there, there is overlap. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's two fire departments. There's Madison County Fire Department right. and Jackson Fire Department. Yeah, the fire department, you know, but the Madison County Fire Department is, is mostly volunteers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the volunteer fire department. And, you know, and the city of Jackson is, you know, the, the entirely paid fire, yeah. fire department. Um, but, you know, the volunteer firefighters that we have, I mean, you know, uh, the reason that, that, that we have a Madison County Fire Department is, you know, they're in these outlying areas that, you know, we got to have a quicker response time yeah. than, than to get out from the city. Um, but, and Chief Turner does a, does a great job. You know, same thing with the Sheriff's Department. I mean, um, but, you know, I, I think it's important. Now, I know Mayor Gist and Mayor Harris uh, work together very well. Mm-hmm. I know that hasn't always been the case um, as our city and county mayors have, uh, have gone throughout the years. But I, I know Mayor Gist and Mayor Harris work closely together. Um, and you know they, they have and, and one of the bigger differences between city and county government and the way that they're operated is you know for the most part for the county everybody's an elected official so you've got mayor Harris but then you have a trustee you have um, you know, you have registered deeds, you have property assessors, you've got all the constitutional offices. They're all elected, and then there's 25 of us that are elected. Well, at City Hall, you've got the mayor that's an elected official, and then yeah. you've got nine council members that are elected, mm-hmm. but everybody else in that city hall within the city are employees. Mm-hmm. So the mayor can make a decision, and, and Mayor Gist for the city can make a decision and, and, and go, and doesn't have to have more approval. In the county case, 
It's like herding cats. Yeah, it really yeah. is because you've got everybody, you know, trying to to run Madison County and the services, but you also have everybody is an elected position. Yeah. So you you know, in the back of your mind, you got to be thinking that there's political reasons behind everything that you do, and in some cases, I think it's good, and in some cases, it's bad because again, you can let that kind of stick yeah. in the back of your back of your mind. Where in the city's case, they don't necessarily have to. Yeah. That's an interesting that's an interesting viewpoint I think people get from the outside. So well, let's head into our third break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the school system and kind of like where Madison County is going. So so from our front porch to yours, this is R. Jackson. Jason Compton, he's the general manager of the Jackson Generals and county commissioner for District 10, and Jay Bush, who's an attorney at Clayton Little, the county commissioner for District 9. Guys, we started talking about the school system. How How is this the county's responsibility? Well, Kevin, the, we, we're the funding agent, okay. uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean that the county funds the schools 100%. Uh, there's a lot of different dollars coming in, federal, state, and then local. Um, and, and a lot of the local piece is coming out of the sales tax dollars that are the, the okay. 2.75% that's coming out of on top of the state. So you can um, get your receipt out from Walmart or whatever and, you, and see that 2.75%. You, you're going to see the 7% that's the state sales tax, and then you see the 2.75% that's the local sales tax. Uh, and, and, and the majority of that 2.75 is going to, to fund, okay. the, fund the schools right now. I feel better about that then. <laughs> and, then the, uh, and then also, you know, there's some of the county property tax uh, that, that goes into funding the schools mainly on the uh, education capital side. Um, anything that, that falls outside of that general purpose that's not used for education but used for buildings, um, buses, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things are okay. capital items. Um, One-time large expenditure, right? And, and there's some debate going on. You know, well, you know, well, what is capital? Is a repair? You know, mm. you're buying material. You know, can some of that come out of GP? Can some of that is that all capital? You know, information technology. You know, necessarily is that all capital? Could that be coming? So, you know, we're looking into a lot of things there because there is a huge need right now with some of our buildings mm. uh, in the school system that, that, that need to be fixed, and we're trying to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a large number, um, and we're trying to figure that out. So we're also looking at other avenues on maybe what could, you know, does it all have to be a capital? Could some of it come out of general purpose? So there's a lot of going on right mm-hmm. now to see how we're going to fix those things. Gotcha. Um, but... Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. There's a lot of different funds. I mean, because again, you got all the federal funds coming in for the school for the lunch programs and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything has its own different accounting. But that money's all earmarked, so yeah. it's for specific purposes. So yeah. we yeah. we may be getting a lot of federal money, but if it's earmarked for and school lunches, we yeah. can't use it for. And you don't want to go to jail. And so. that's the other thing too <laughs> yeah. that I don't think a lot of people understand is you know. When the, when the schools got a hundred million dollar general purpose budget, you know, it's being funded. You know, fifty percent. You know, fifty million of it's being funded locally. Mm-hmm. But we, there's nothing. Even if we wanted to cut something for some reason, we can't. Uh, you know, it's, it's all based on maintenance of effort from the state. The state dictates how much you have to give to the school system, uh, dependent upon 
what you have given prior years, like a five-year average running, plus based on number of students. Mm. Uh, so it's pretty much dictated. This is what you're funding. And, you know, so, you know, we can ask questions and, and, and we can try to, um, you know, just make sure that they're spending it wisely. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we have to give what we give. Yeah. Now, on the capital side, we don't have to give anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, now obviously that would not be a, uh, a smart move for the county to no, not give yeah. anything. Um, but, you know, but, you know, that's, that's been one of the things over the last couple of years is trying to figure out what the real capital needs are. And that you know, okay, then let's let's do what the capital needs are. Don't get the money and use it on something else. Yeah, we have to fix critical needs. Yeah, and that that's pretty much been the biggest uh, uh, faux pas over the last you know twelve months on 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 the capital side because right now we gave the school system two point seven million last year in F capital, which is what we've been giving. Uh, but we put the caveat on it that they had to come and ask for it for specific projects by project rather than just giving them mm-hmm. a blank check. Um, they had to come and ask for it. And some people didn't like that, that we were micromanaging. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's been some instances that they asked for money for certain projects that to this day has never, never, never gotten done because gotcha. they used that money on other Well, And you're the, I think, the technical word is fiduciary. You know, right. You, you're in charge of making sure that money spent properly. Right, right. And if you're going to ask for a specific project... We, and then, you know, four years later, you shouldn't ask for that specific project again <laughs> because you just chose not to do it. Yeah. That's not the way that that works. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you know, I, I think that we've got a, a great relationship right now with the school board. Uh, I, I know uh, I'm working with Bob Alvey, uh, and, and, I, and I'm talking to Kevin Alexander, Wayne Arnold, uh, Jim Campbell all the time, and I think we have a good relationship. Uh, Going to make it better. The... New superintendent uh, that will be coming in soon, I, I think will. I, I mean, I'm very excited about that. Uh, I got to set through all three interviews two weeks ago, and actually gone to went to a luncheon with all three candidates um, in some small settings. And I, I quite frankly, after the, I, it, that was a long three days mm-hmm. with those candidates being here and doing the same thing day after day. Uh, but it was really exciting because I think we had three outstanding candidates that. I think we would be lucky to have any of the three of them. And I know mm-hmm. they've narrowed it down to two at this point. And I, I like Dr. Ken Niff and I like Dr. Jones. Um, you know, I, and I look forward to having... I wish we could hire both of them. Yeah. I think the school system would be be the best thing that... We, if we could somehow get both of those guys into this system, we would be, I mean, just light years beyond where I think we currently are. I've said from before we even knew that Dr. Ruffin wasn't going to be here, that I wish that we had someone who would really get out there and promote our school system and what it has to offer. And we talked a lot about funding, but you know, the funding that our school system gets from the state is based on a formula of how many students you have in your school system. So if students are leaving for private school or leaving to go to school in other counties, that's hurting our bottom line as a school system. Mm-hmm. We're not getting that money from the state. And there's really awesome things going on in our schools. I think that story's yeah. just not getting out there. And so, you know, whichever person it is, Dr. Kniff or Dr. Jones, you know, I, I hope that they're going to really get out there in the community and sell mm-hmm. the good things that we have to offer here in Madison County. So. Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about before the interview, so we'll cut out if you don't want to talk about it, <laughs> the jail. 
Any update on the jail? Yep. I mean, we're still. <laughs> I think we're still pretty far away from you know having yeah. a, a final decision on anything. You I, know, I think the, the the last action we took last week uh, was approving to go with what construction manager at large or at risk. Uh, yeah. At risk. Um, that is just a different way to do it. It it also there's going to be an employee of the county that is going to be kind of overseeing so that we actually have somebody looking out for the county's interest mm-hmm. rather than just a contractor out there saying, oh, if I cut this cost, I'm going to put 20000 in my pocket if I yeah. don't spend it. Well, we actually have an employee that will be right That's, there making nice. those decisions with them yeah. so that we have somebody looking out for us and that has that they have no skin in the game other than they're a salaried employee, employee by the county. Yeah. Uh, so they're not going to benefit by cheaping out on something, which I, I think is really important for I mean, us. I, I don't want to speak for Jason, but I, when I decide I want to be on the commission, building a jail is not anywhere in my list of priorities. Um, you know, so it's not something I think any of us really realize. That wasn't our motto. Hey, you know yeah. what? I want to go borrow $50 million so we can yeah. build a new jail. Uh, <laughs> you, know? Yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, one of those... I don't think anybody wants to build a jail. Mm-hmm. We have to do something. The state is going to shut us down if we don't do something. Now, what that something is, again, I've kind of stayed out of that. That's been one piece that I haven't had a whole lot because, yeah. again, that's not like Jay, it's not on my radar. Yeah. I trust the commissioners that are on that committee that are really, and I know Commissioner Deaton and Mayor Harris are really pushing, and then uh, and Commissioner Neese and Lawrence are on that committee. Um, you know, when they come with a final recommendation on, on what needs to happen, um, you know, that's, you know, I'll trust that they did their due diligence and that's what we really need. Uh, and, you know, but also, you know, I am not, and, and I'll go, I have no problem going on the record saying I'm not voting 40 or $50 million for a jail without voting, you know, $20 million to fix our schools. It's not going to happen. If yeah. We have to fix the exactly. buildings. In that we have yeah. to fix it. We, we have to. And if we're going to put money into a jail, we better be willing to put money into that. Yeah, we're not building a Taj Mahal jail and letting our schools crumble. I mean, yeah. that's just, I, I, that's Jason and I are in complete yeah. agreement on that. And that's something that, you know, we'll you know, and, and stand it, up. Oh, yeah. And, and it's one of those things that, that that's not even going to be, you know, okay, hey, let's vote on this jail and then we'll bring up the education piece in a few months. No, 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 no. It's going to be done at the same time. Or the education is going to be done first. Yeah, I will not. I, it may be it may be twenty three to two, if they if it was Jay and I. But I am not. I'm not committing county taxpayers' dollars for a jail without committing those those same types of dollars to fixing the problems that we have in our aging school mm-hmm. system. We we have we have dire dire needs, and we're trying to get students to come back to our public school system. We like Jay said earlier. We have a lot of great things going on. There's going to be a lot of excitement with a new superintendent coming in, mm-hmm. but and we're trying to get students to come back from maybe leaving to go to South Gibson or going to Crockett County or going to USJ and Trinity and St. Mary's. But what are we asking them to come back to? Right now, we're asking them to come back to roofs that leaks and bricks falling out of buildings, and that, that that's just not. That's yeah, and that's case. a tough sell. No matter no matter how good the teachers are, you know that's a tough sell to, to put your kids in a building that. You know, just frankly, is in old and in need of yeah. repairs. I mean, I I'll go a step further. I think we need to build new schools at some point here in the next five to ten years. I mean, I, I think that is an absolute need. And I know a lot of people say, "Well, we just closed five schools." Well, that's true, and that's because we only had sixty percent capacity mm-hmm. in all of our schools. 
Um, but in the areas where the population is growing, like the district that I represent, you know, we have an aging building that can't hold more students. We need something new in that area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, and that's something I think that needs to happen soon. Well, let's, let's end on this. What are you guys excited about for Jackson-Madison County you know, moving forward? What are you guys seeing that's happening that you are like, this is awesome? Two things. Uh, again, I'll go back to the school superintendent. I think with either Dr. Eric Jones or Dr. Tammy Knipp, either one of them, we're going to we're going to see a huge turnaround. Uh, I mean, I, I'm confident uh, with, and I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about the school board that we have, and I'm excited about our commission right now on being able to make these things happen and, and fixing some things that have not been fixed in a long time in education. And then the other thing out there is just you know, this huge piece of property over here in Haywood County uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, the is, mega site uh, uh, is can... going to do, it's going to be a game changer. Yeah. Uh, now, whether that's in five years, 10 years, whenever, you know, it's going to be a game changer. Mm-hmm. And somebody is going to benefit from that. And not just from what goes into that mega site, but all the little small subsidiary companies that are going to pop up because of it. Mm-hmm. If Madison County is not ready for that, mm-hmm. with having a workforce that can that, that can that can supply these people, then somebody else is going to benefit from it. It's going to be Haywood County. It's going to be Lauderdale County, Tipton, or or Shelby. Somebody is going to hit a hit the jackpot, just like they did in Spring Hill with Nissan, just like they have other places in the state. Places places have blown up because of things like that. We have to be ready because that could be a complete game changer. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't have, if, if, if that happens, the new schools, be no problem because we're going to have all the money in the world coming into this county with sales tax and property taxes and everything else. We can build whatever we want, get these schools built. But that, that's a game changer, period. I, I second you know, both the things that Jason said, and I just add one thing that really excites me right now is I feel like there's this growing recognition in the community that people are seeing that all of this is tied together. Economic development, education, um, downtown revitalization, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whatever it is, people are seeing that if we want to make progress in Jackson, Madison County, you know, we have to improve the schools because if we don't improve the schools, we won't attract the industry to the to Haywood County Megasite or to, you know, our own industrial park here so you know people are recognizing that and they're getting more and more involved and a lot of people that you know listen to this podcast or the people mm-hmm. I would count as being in that group so you know that's a good thing and, and I hope that you know in the you know months and years to come even more people in Jackson will realize hey you know I can just go to work and do my family thing and uh, or I can really you know, step out of my comfort zone and, and get involved in the community and find some niche out there where I can, you know, help this community grow. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, I want to thank you for coming on and, and thank you for uh, helping to make Jackson a better place, Jackson, Madison County, a better place, <laughs> and choosing to call it home. Today's podcast was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger. Our intro music was performed by Aaron Harden. It was recorded live at The Code. To find out more about The Code, visit their website at www.atthecode.com. To find out more about our Jackson home and to read about how amazing Jackson and Madison County is, visit ourjacksonhome.com.